0: Hey, Cleaning Nation, Mike Campion here with the amazing, the irrepressible Suzanne Bandick. I, it's so funny. I was literally with her in Orlando and her hubby and my wife and our whole Next Level crew, and we didn't have the sense to be like, hey, we should record a podcast in person because we're not that bright. So we flew our separate ways. We're both now home, and now we're, uh, we're doing our usual podcast. And... I'm gonna be honest. I, uh, I I think it's a little I don't want to say controversial, but she slacked me this morning and said, "I know what we're gonna talk about the feeling of overwhelm is a habit," and immediately I was like, "Yes, that's exactly how people feel," and I do feel like it's a habit. And I would kind of just the 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 topic made me think, could that not if it's a habit that means I could change it? Like I just thought it was a thing that overwhelmed me. This feeling of overwhelm and just something we had to experience and deal with and then have it kind of implies we could opt out. So I immediately said, uh, as I do to all of her topics, yes, I would very much like to talk about that. And here we are. Uh, Suzanne, lay it on us, lady.
1: Okay. Well, that feeling of overwhelm that we've probably all experienced at one time or another, and some of us more so than others, we tend to live in that space is i would like to suggest and point out that really it's simply a habit of how we've learned to cope and by coping in this way it's a way for us to not get things done it's holding us back
0: all right so i'm just immediately fighting against that because i'm like i hate the feeling of overwhelm i mean shame is worse there might be a couple emotions I'm missing, but overwhelm's got to be my top 5. Like if I could choose to experience an emotion, that would be just one of my least favorite. So tell me more. When you say we use this as a way to cope, like what do you mean by that?
1: Okay. It's actually a way to procrastinate. <laughs> if we can find enough things to pile on ourselves. Yeah. We will develop the feeling that we're overwhelmed. Sometimes we'll even carry that as a badge of honor. I have so many things to do.
0: This is so, man, I'm frustrated. We haven't had this conversation years ago, Suzanne, because in co- this is, I'm, as a coach, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is going to be a game changer because, and you've heard me do this, I'm sure a dozen times where a client, well, here's a perfect one. Perfect, perfect one. Suzanne, I can't hire employees. Because I don't have enough customers and I wish I could get more customers, but there's no employees. And I think that's really them going, I'm too overwhelmed, like in that kind of circle of I can't do this because of that and this because of that. And I always, the way I articulate is you got to you know take your Christmas lights, separate them, put them all in a nice line, and then it's very easy to see what's going on. But I think that was a logical response to an emotional problem. So what I hear you saying is. If we separate out those problems and deal with them logically, we lose the emotional benefit of going, I I don't have to do anything. I'm now free from doing anything. I'd rather have that feeling of overwhelm of, well, of course I'd solve it if I could, Suzanne, but I can't because there's just too much going on and just give ourselves a ticket out. Right. Ooh, that's so ugly. How, man, why do we do these terrible things that feel so yucky, but we do them? I hate that. That's like my least favorite option.
1: They're habits. They're ways of coping, that's why we created them. They help us cope. So that feeling of overwhelm, and I'm gonna mention, you see it more often in other people than you do in yourself, as always right? You can look at someone else and you can say, man, they keep talking about how busy they are and how overwhelmed they are. And let's face it, there are some people that get started in one of our programs and they're like, I'm so overwhelmed. I've got so much to do. Want to talk about ways to change that? (laughs) I know, Mike, you probably want to delve more into the problem, right?
0: Well, I just, first of all, I love that's one of the reasons we do group coaching is it's so easy to see the other guy's problem. Like when I'm coaching 90% of the people, I'm guessing the non coached person is like, oh, that's clear and obvious. This coaching isn't hard or smart at all. And then they get their own coaching. That's a genius. I would have never seen it. And everyone else is looking, going, well, that's very obvious and pretty self explanatory. So all of these are things I've just seen over the last decade of coaching and like human behavior. So I would imagine like most problems, kind of identifying the problem as step one, recognizing, okay, sometimes I use overwhelm on purpose to avoid doing something. Right. How do we recognize that on purpose? Because now we're recognizing it not in the moment, right? We're being able to look back in the past and go, I have seen that, but it's possible we will not recognize it in the present when it happens. And then how do we go, okay, not only recognize it, but go, okay, I want to, I want to have a different action or different behavior or different habit, as you would say.
1: So first, perhaps let's get on the same page. Number one is recognizing in ourselves. Yes, I can see. I experience overwhelm. Often I feel overwhelmed. There's so many things to do. I need to do this. I need to get more clients. However, that means I need to do this and this and this and this and this. That's it. I'm overwhelmed. It's easier just to shut down. Yep. So first we have to recognize it. And then we have to say, you know what? I don't think this serves me, Mm. right? So if something serves us, then it's a good habit. If something doesn't serve us, and wait a minute, this is stopping me from getting things done. Wait a minute. This is stopping me from accelerating in my business, from growing my business. I'm so frustrated. This is stopping me now we say, okay, now we're in agreement. Huh. If this is a habit, I want to change it. Step one. Right. So.
0: Well, and not just, there's two, there's really two levels and one is stinkier than the, the last one is it's not effective, right? Like obviously we just stay stuck. So we all kind of see that on the, on the surface. I'm getting more and more into how I experience my life in my business. That's again, it's such a, unpleasant emotion to choose to feel. So it'd be one thing to be like, I have this overwhelm and it feels terrible, but it gets stuff done. So I kind of, I take the trade off. It's like, no, 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 no. It gets nothing done, but it feels amazing at least, right? Like I can see like, hey, I'm going to go to the pool and not work and forget about work for a minute and have a, a nice day. Like, I'm not saying you should or shouldn't do that, but at least I get the math. Like, hey, I don't do but the work. Not, I do get Wait the a
1: second. That doesn't work because you go to the pool and you say, that's it. I'm going to avoid everything. All that stuff is still there. It's weighing on your shoulders. It's like a cloud in your head. You yeah, feel I'm not guilty.
0: I'm not saying it's effective. I'm just saying... <laughs> at least I see the, the math of it superficially. Like I'm going to at least try to feel good about this. And I get it's hard to enjoy the pool. I mean, I picture yeah. some people out there able to do it. I wouldn't. I would be all freaked out, not whatever. But I'm I'm picturing other listeners that are like, I can go to the pool and ignore it for a minute. I don't know how to do that. But at least I get the, you're at the pool with the sun on your face. Like there is an upside. I don't think the the math pencils, I'm not saying it's a great idea. I'm just saying okay. I can see where the guys As long
1: as it. we have clarity on that, Mike.
0: Well, but the other side is I'm going to feel really <laughs> terrible about it. And not get anything done. I'm like, well, where is the goddamn payoff for that? Like, either let me feel good and I don't get outcomes, or I get outcomes and I don't feel good. I think obviously there's lots of ways where we can feel good and get good outcomes. That's that's the ultimate. But to say I'm going to feel terrible, but at least I won't get anything done is like, you know, you go to the ballpark and it's like this food is awful, but at least it's really expensive. Like, well, there's no upside. <laughs> like, you got to have something. So that one just makes me sad. So, that's a, that seems like an obvious habit no one wants to live in.
1: Right. Okay. So, first is to recognize that this is a habit mm-hmm. and make the choice and realize it's an effort to recognize the pattern. You will have to catch yourself when you say, I'm so busy. I'm feeling overwhelmed because this is your common way of operating. Mm-hmm. It's the same as when you get up and you brush your teeth and you don't think about it. So number one is you're going to have to be vigilant in catching yourself in your wording and your thoughts.
0: And then also to go, when you do catch yourself saying, I'm overwhelmed, so? So I don't have to do anything? So I've got an excuse to be miserable my whole life? So so I better think through why I feel overwhelmed and do something different. Like, there, you know, we can still take a different second step.
1: So that's why number two is going might to be. be, number two is going to be to take a breath and choose to change the thought, to change the feeling, because change will not happen without making the choice. Okay. To change a habit requires choice. Doesn't matter what the habit is. Fair. Okay. Then we move on to number three. Now we're talking about overwhelm and too many things to do. Okay, number three may sound easy to some people, harder to others. Choose what is the most important thing to do now.
0: And if you strip it away in business, that's probably 80% of it. Just recognizing what's the number one thing that needs as a leader, right? Because if you don't have a team, it's really important. You're doing the number one thing that needs to be done. And if you do have a team directing them to be on, you know what I'm saying? That's kind of a, that's the, that's the hub of it. If you're like, I'm unwilling or unable to do that, business ownership may not be for you. That's a big, that's kind of a non-negotiable. Real quick cleaning nation. If you can think about how you found out about this podcast, maybe a tweet, a Facebook message, iTunes search, some sort of Instagram post. The only way we grow is word of mouth. We don't do paid ads. We don't run ads. You are it. The only ask I have is if you're getting value, share the love. However you found out about this, as a review or post, whatever it is, do that. Pay it forward so the next cleaning company owner can change their life as well. Back to the show.
1: Well, you know, some things are dictated by deadlines. If you have to do payroll, maybe that is the most important thing that you have to do right now.
0: Or maybe the most urgent. It's like, hey, it's not as important, but it's really... Or it's important, but it's very urgent.
1: Well, trust me, if people don't get paid, they're probably going to quit.
0: Yeah, yeah, but there's there's I need to figure out how to get clients. I need to figure out how to hire on on-board, onboard employees. Super important, not very urgent. Right. I need to do payroll right now. Also super important and very urgent. But sometimes we allow the important urgent things to crowd out the um, globally it. more important less urgent things
1: got it so this is the process to help change the habit okay so deciding on what's the most important thing to do right now and it's either going to be because of a deadline or it's going to be what's the most important thing in my business what will increase my profit what will bring me more clients Right, it's what is that most important thing to do? You need to choose it. You need to put the rest aside, and then you actually need to do it.
0: So we had a really good speaker at our event this week that I'm going to steal something she said that you should maybe think about, Suzanne. Um, how can you take the break off your business? Is uh, <laughs> Suzanne was that speaker? So nothing more <laughs> fun than <laughs> telling her to think about her own words. <laughs> I just that was such a, as you're saying. You know, what's the number one thing? to like make the go, boat go faster to like, what's I, that for me, that, that picture of, cause we've all inadvertently driven with our emergency brake on and just, you go 20 feet and be like, something's funky. Like you, just, something's weird. And then as soon as you take it off, I'm like, oh, boom. And I just, I love that word picture. So before you went forward, just as you're thinking, what's the most important thing I can do, what is the emergency brake on my business that I can immediately release might be a, a was helpful for me.
1: That's great too. So the key is to do it in the overwhelm, in that habitual way of reacting to everything that needs to be done in that overwhelm. The result is we don't tend to do any of it,
0: which is for sure the wrong answer, right? Doing nothing. You could throw a dart at the most important thing and be wrong and be better than doing nothing. That's a guaranteed loss.
1: Right. It guarantees nothing is going to change, which keeps you in a comfort zone with perhaps the brake on that you're feeling really comfortable sleeping in the car.
0: and brings more overwhelm because the stuff that remained undone today will remain undone tomorrow with a good chance more crap piled on top.
1: Exactly. Exactly. So the change is to actually pick one thing, put the rest aside and do it and a suggestion that I use with a lot of our clients is to set your phone timer 15 minutes on your phone you can concentrate on anything for 15 minutes nothing is going to happen the world is not going to fall apart your customers won't be um, in problem your your employees won't can wait 15 minutes right set the timer Plan to do this one item for 15 minutes. When the timer goes off, you can then choose to take a break, check anything you need to check, or to this is going really well, let's do another 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. You will feel so much more accomplished with this change of habit that it will be easier to keep this habit in place.
0: So that was really powerful. Will you just, because we went over it kind of slowly, will you just review the the steps or the highlights one more time so we can kind of get them all, all at one time without me <laughs> making a bunch of interjections? and then I have talking. one to add. <laughs> oh, well, sorry. Go ahead and if there's, if there's oh, I okay. thought that was it. It sounded no, so good. No, it's good. Let's,
1: let's review and then okay. I'm going to add the last one. It will all fall into place. Okay, number one, realize what's going on so that you can choose to change. Mm -hmm. Number two, take the breath and actually change the thought, change the pattern. And you're gonna do that by number three, choosing the most important thing to do right now, put the rest aside and set your phone timer for 15 minutes.
0: Such a doable amount of time. A lot of people are like, I've got this thing and I'm going to block out a half a day. And then we get overwhelmed and we look at a Facebook and it never happened. But 15 minutes, I can do anything for 15 minutes.
1: Yes. And you'd be surprised how much you can get done in 15 minutes. I've done it. Mm-hmm. I've got, I don't have time for this. And I I just use my little timer and I go, wow, was that only 15 minutes? I got a ton done in that time. Okay, so number four, you ready for this? Now, after you've done that one item, now you choose the next. Voila. <laughs> okay, and that's how we process through overwhelm. That is how we change the habit.
0: And it's funny when you just are force yourself to, think kind of linearly like that and take a little chunk off and get a little progress, even 15 minutes of focus work progress, I think the overwhelm naturally kind of dissipates because you're like, okay, I, I, I got this. I'm moving forward. And you just start seeing it more clearly. I think that's just a great, I love that framework.
1: <clears throat> exactly. And I'm not trying to take away from the fact that maybe you have a multitude of things you feel need to be done. However, the only way you're going to be able to move forward and take those breaks off is to choose one thing at a time in 15 minute intervals done.
0: And I'll give a typical and an atypical example that make it hard to be like, this won't work for me. So, you know, Elon Musk has the same 24 hours a day, seven days a week that we do. And he gets in, I don't know, a lot (laughs) orders of magnitude more done than we get done. And he may be, and really, he's probably better. Just I'm guessing he's got a clear picture of what the number one thing. You know, even if you look at his companies like solar and space and Tesla and you know electrifying cars, and you know his vision's pretty around one thing, right? So, pretty good example of that. And then, if you want to go back in time a little bit, Jesus you know, probably one of the more <laughs> memorable figures in history, you know, 2000 years old, still, still talked about quite a bit. Um, if you look through the, the Bible, never does it say he was in a rush. He uh, didn't seem to be late. Didn't seem to be hurried. So if he had, and I think he died at 33, well, you know, died, was killed, murdered, <laughs> everyone look at it. I think his ministry didn't start till he was 30. So I think he really had three years. Could you imagine if we um, were like, all right, you got three years, you've got to build a ministry that is going to affect billions of people, thousands of years in the, in the future. And you got three years to do it. Go. I don't know about you. I would be overwhelmed. <laughs> like what? Oh, and by the way, spend almost all of your time with 12 dudes. That's it. <laughs> no internet, no social media, no, no TV, no way to, to communicate. Just hang out with these 12 dudes and don't rush like goodness. And then obviously, you know, claim to be God, obviously a little different power that we may not have access to. That said, there are lots and lots of examples of just doing the right thing, not rushing, kind of breaking everything down into small components. Like, what can I do right now? You know, what What can I, what's the most important thing? And just do that.
1: And, and I'll add a little sub note, extremely helpful if you do have an advisor or a coach to help you focus on what is the most important thing to do right now.
0: Well, two things. To re-ask the question, what's the most important thing? Just even ask the question. A, a good coach can kind of literally in Slack. I don't know if you saw it earlier. One of our clients gave her four to-dos and I was like, what's your What's your big number one thing that we need to move first? And then we can go back and revisit the to do. So reminding you to ask yourself that question, certainly. And then second to, yeah, help you in your mind when you start telling yourself, well, it's too confusing and I don't know, and this is, I can't do it. It's an unsolvable problem to kind of talk you off the ledge. So. Yes. For those of you that are mentally super powerful, you can do a side of coach. Um, but for most of us mere mortals, the right coach that can ask the right questions and help us get there can be wildly, uh, wildly helpful. All right. Anything else uh, we need to give the people before we go?
1: Perfect. It's, it's as I usually say, it's not about working harder. It's about thinking differently.
0: Hmm. I love that. Because, you know, I love you're zigging when everyone thinks you're going to zag. It's not about working harder. It's about working smarter. It's like, well, if I knew how to work smarter, I would do that. It's like, we'll think differently. All right. That is a, that's a like smarter, like, I don't know. I, I'm only, I have the smarts that I have. <laughs> Thinking differently is like, okay, I can definitely look at this problem in a different way. All right, guys, gals, if this has been helpful, we've done over a thousand podcasts, videos, growmycleaningcompany.com is where you can get all of it. Facebook group, if you wanna join there, um, reach out. We've got coaches that are here to help you get clear on what the number one next thing to do is. Just reach out, growmindcleaningcompany.com. Uh, we have someone jump on a call and see if we can not get some clarity. See you there. Well, here we are at the end of the podcast and you made it, great job. I am the only one who responds to these texts and I will personally respond to everyone I possibly can as long as uh, this number is man. I uh, don't know how long we're gonna keep this at the end of the podcast, so grab it now. 602-932-6431. Give me a text, say hey, can't wait to meet you.